Hey everybody, this is Rebels Rebels, and it is time for another deep dive into the Jedi Archives, so let's sift through the sacred text, burn the tree, and stretch out with our feelings. Hey Peter, how's it going? Great. How's it going, Mike? Doing doing so well. Are you ready to do another deep dive on this uh, this week's episode? I am. What are you talking about this week, Pete? I'm like I'm like a dog with a bone. Okay. I'm digging. I'm digging. I'm digging. I'm digging deep to deeply bury that bone. And we're huh. digging deep on the pirates and other criminals of the Star Wars universe. Wouldn't you be digging deep to unsurface the bone? No, because you got to put it there first and then you unsurface it later. Okay, you already have sure. the bone. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so the bone's the information. Yes. yes. Got it. Let's. So do we're it. doing it on the scoundrels of the universe. All right. So. In October, this was not recorded in October, and it will not be released. It'll be released before October, just so everyone knows. Yeah. Pablo Hidalgo is releasing a book called Star Wars Scum and Villainy, Case Files on the Galaxy's Most Notorious Criminals, which will fill in more. So I'm sure we'll be definitely doing a part two when that comes out, because there's a lot of information on the scoundrels of the universe. But... For today, we will be discussing all manner of scoundrels and ruffians in the Star Wars universe, including, but not limited to, smugglers, pirates, drug dealers, Crimson Dawn, <laughs> Kanji Club, <laughs> the Blood Scars, the Raft Syndicate, the Pike Syndicate, Kanji Club, Boga's Gang, and the Meat Lumps. Holy moly, Articholi. <laughs> uh, we won't be talking about all of them, but I just wanted to, I mostly wanted to talk about the Meat Lumps. Um, or mention them uh they were also known as the meat lump gang which were a band of ruffians described by the corellian security forces as fanatical and somewhat stupid progress haters they also had a king named the meat lump king i think it's from legends but (laughs) do you know you, you didn't you didn't mention one of my new favorite band of pirates what's that enfy's nest Ooh, yeah they're great there's so many. Just if you look up, there's a whole, yeah. you can look at the categorization of like criminal criminals on Wikipedia yeah. and it's just like hundreds and hundreds of pages. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm not going to get to all your favorites. All right, um, I just want to drop a line on my, one of my, my new favorites. They are great though. I like them a lot. The Marauders. Yeah. Um, speaking of Solo though, one thing I really liked about Solo was the fact that the Empire was a presence in the movie, but not the main antagonist, which I think yeah. was a new look for a Star Wars movie. Um, and, and in my opinion, it was the best look at the organized criminal underworld of star Wars. Um, we've, we've seen a little bit of it in clone wars, but I think that solo really, uh, let the baddies shine. So here's a couple quick hits about the gangs that were brought to light in solo. So crimson Dawn, we know a good amount of about this organization, so I won't say much. Um, but you should check out the run of episodes in Clone Wars where Maul creates the Shadow Collective. Uh, spoiler, it did not end well for him. Um, so we get the sense that Crimson Dawn is his next attempt at pulling something together. Um, hopefully that'll be fleshed out a little bit more as we go on. Mm-hmm. Um, another big one in Solo is the Pike Syndicate. 
Yeah. So the Pike Syndicate had an uneasy truce with Crimson Dawn. They mined and smuggled spice, which is a drug, off of Kessel, supplying much of the drug supply of the universe. I said supply a couple times in that sentence. Um, but they are the reason there are a lot of drugs in the universe. Um, we also see them in Clone Wars a little bit. The Pike Syndicate was part of Maul's Shadow Collective and also were responsible for the murder of Jedi Master Sifo Dyas. Oh, nice. Yep. Um, a big one is the Hut Cartel, which was led by the Hut Grand or the Grand Hut Council. Their base was on the Hut homeworld of Nal Hutta, but they had bases across the galaxy, most notably on Tatooine. They were also part of the Shadow Collective, but never really bought in and were and they left at the first chance they got, which some would say is why they were able to keep a lot of their power and didn't suffer lasting damage when the Shadow Collective fell. During the Galactic Empire, during Rebels times, they actually had an alliance with the Empire um, and were kind of tasked with bringing some sort of order to the Outer Rim because the Empire could not do it, as we have touched on before. Um, but after the Empire fell, the Hut's power fell as well. Mm. Um, the Black Sun was another organization um, they were led by the Faline species, and we see them in Clone Wars as well. They were based on Mustafar, and as far as we know, they still survived and are still going strong after the Galactic Civil War. Um, so hopefully that is wow. fleshed out a little bit more as well. So I've mentioned four syndicates, but in Solo it mentions there are five major criminal syndicates. It is not clear who the fifth one is. The most likely option is the Mandalorian terrorists, Death Watch, who are the last remaining members of the Shadow Collective. But it might not be them. There are a lot of other options. It could be smaller gangs or an option that I kind of like a little bit better is there is a yet to be named syndicate that we will maybe meet later on in some sort of Lucasfilm property. So those are the main big criminal organizations in the galaxy. Um, but as many stars are in the sky, as many number of gangs, bounty hunters, terrorists, meat lumps, and criminal organizations <laughs> there are, arguably the most notorious and important illicit profession in the universe were bounty hunters and smugglers. So there's not actually a lot of information on smugglers other than Han Solo and Lando Calrissian were smugglers. Um, but I think we know what they are. They were hired by the Pike Syndicate to get spice off of Kessel, and they could just kind of be tasked by anyone to get past blockades and get goods and services that are illegal or otherwise across to places they should not be. Mm. But bounty hunters were hired to capture or kill a target for a large sum of money. Bounty hunters were also known to band together from time to time to capture especially dangerous or elusive prey. We know of bounty hunters back as far as we know Star Wars history, but at the time of the Galactic Empire, most bounty hunters were licensed members of the Bounty Hunter Guild, which was sanctioned by the Empire, and they allowed bounty hunters to access the Imperial Enforcement Data Corps, which was the official database of all Imperial criminal activity. In fact, Bosk once came to access the data core on Lothal while adventuring with Ezra. Hmm. So a little bit about the Bounty Hunters Guild. Um, we first hear about them in the Clone Wars, 
and their purpose was to regulate bounties and acquire government-issued bounties um, because, you know, a normal person could be like, hey, I don't like this guy, kill him. Here's a bunch of money. Or the government, much like in today, topical, can hire these shady people <laughs> yeah. to bring criminals to justice for them. Um, so the Bounty Hunters Guild kind of collected all those and doled them out fairly, um, and they regulated it. Interesting thing I liked is once the guild assigned a target to a hunter, no other bounty hunter was allowed to chase the same target. Sure. Yep. Um, once the Empire came into power, the guild was regulated by the Imperial Office of Criminal Investigation, which issued their licenses called Imperial Peacekeeping Certificates, which is basically a license to kill. Okay. So there's a journal, it was like a, before Rebels came out, they did like a little YA um, story with Ezra um, where he met up with Bosk and you can see a picture of his license. It's kind of funny. It's written in High Imperial, so it's in English and it just like says all the stats. It's like name, Bosk, like weapons, blah, blah, blah. Like it's just like a little driver's license, but to kill people. <laughs> Um, you gotta, you gotta get one of those. I wonder if I can just get those at like, uh, like a Walmart or like a, <laughs> like a Walgreens kind of thing. I, I'm pretty, I'm sure they make them on Etsy. Ah, cool, cool. Um, so those are bounty hunters. Um, I really tried cause I thought it'd be really appropriate to get some good information about pirates since it's so close to this episode that we just spoke about, but I can't find anything. <laughs> Basically Hondo was a pirate. The end. Yeah. That's it. That's, uh, I mean, there's, there's not a lot of information on pirates yet, but I'm looking forward to the Pablo Hidalgo book. I'm going to buy that for sure. And I will come through it for nuggets of information and maybe we will revisit the conversation when the time is appropriate. Oh, wow. Well, that is terrific. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Peter, for diving into, uh, <sighs> pirates, gangs and whatever i wasn't really listening so just thanks <laughs> no i'm kidding that was great yep yo um, and a bottle of rum and yeah you know that's all i could think about um do you know what gang i also really love that and there's just not a lot of information on like mm -hmm. at all that i hope is in this book is the white worms from solo oh yeah totally there's not a lot there's it would be a a lot of skept a lot of uh just you know yeah they were interesting too um, there's a little bit about them in the Han Solo book that came out before, but I heard that book was not good. Ooh, okay. Well. Oh, uh, Last Shot? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't finish it. I read the first <laughs> couple chapters and was like, you know, not for yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, thanks, Peter. Well, I was hoping that I could uh, paint a little character portrait of one of our, one of the most notorious pirate smugglers and uh, overall scum of the universe. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I want to talk about in this week's character portrait, Visago. Mm. Uh, I was going to do it on Visago, Hondo, and also as Morgan. I think I'm going to save As Morgan for another time. Okay. I found some interesting stuff that I think he deserves his whole 
is a completely devoted character portrait too. Yeah. Did you find out what nose he was picked out of? Because uh, he looks like a bugger. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he is. He's gross. Um, and Hondo, you know what? He's a little Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about Visago today. Nice. So Visago, his full name is, um, <laughs> hard to pronounce, <laughs> Sicatro, maybe? Sicatro Visago. Yeah, I think that's that's close enough. Ezra said uh, it um, in this episode, yeah. but I still couldn't even really understand it. Yeah, so Sicatro sounds kind of like the Spanish word cicatriz. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, <laughs> which is Spanish for scar. Um, and Visago is similar to the French word uh, visage, which is face. Kind of sounds like face. So huh. his name is kind of Scarface. Yeah. I'm sure that's the, where it came from. That's cool. The Spanish and the French. Yeah. Um, this is just speculation. Couldn't find any actual um, known from Lucasfilms confirmed that, but that's some speculation, which I thought was pretty good. Yeah, that's great. Um, he is a male uh, Deva. Can I always, I always want to say Devorian and it's not that. It's Devaronian. Devaronian. Okay. Thank you. You surprised I know that one. I don't know why. Devaronian. <laughs> yeah. So he's a Devaronian, which I'll talk about them a little bit, but he's, Bizago is a crime lord who ran the Broken Horn Syndicate, um, which was renamed after his horn got broken, <laughs> um, on the planet Lothal during the reign of the Galactic Empire. His operations included smuggling and extortion. It's pretty much <laughs> it. Mm-hmm. Uh, with rule backed by his dangerous IGRM bodyguards, which we see. Those enforcer droids. Mm-hmm. So, the devil face uh, Deveronians are first seen in Kalman's Cantina. Right? Men mm-hmm. New Hope. That's the first time mm-hmm. we see him. And the patron there is masked uh he was created by rick baker and was added to the scene later actually so that he get some additional photography that filled out the cantina booths with different (laughs) exotic looking creatures so if you go to the shot of him in a new hope it's actually it's just him and you know and it's it was kind of added in post um so that's the the first time we ever seen we've seen this species this is the first time i ever made that connection that Zago oh, was one of the devil people was the devil dude from the same race as the devil dude from the cantina yeah Deveronians that's the huh. first one we ever seen uh, I'm waiting he, to see the wolf guy pop up the, somewhere oh he does nice but yeah that was the first time we've ever seen them um, but so Vizago before he ran the broken horn syndicate worked in uh, twin sons or twin horns storage He's got a uh, he's got a thing for his horns, huh? Twin horns storage, named after his own horns, <laughs> which served as a front for a criminal operation led by Rask Odai. Um, I don't know who that is, and I don't know why Vizago mm-hmm. got to name this place if he's not in charge of it. But whatever. <laughs> uh, a little background on Twin Horns Storage: <laughs> It was a storage company on Lothal, which was owned by the two, by Vizago and Odai. Hmm. And it was reformed into the Broken Horn Syndicate after Vizago got his left horn snapped, more actually aptly, shot off during a fight 
with Shayla Mandatha. Mm. So after the loss of his horn, he renamed, he was like, I got to rename my organization. <laughs> uh, changed it to, yeah, the Broken Horn Syndicate. And at that point, I suppose he dropped the facade of we're legitimate business, right? Because if you're writing yeah. a, tw- a check to Twin Horn Storage, you're like, oh, it's a storage place. Mm-hmm. But if you're writing a check to Broken Horn Syndicate, I mean, come on. <laughs> It seems like you know where your money's going. Yeah, definitely. So he kind of stepped up into the into uh, the the big boys gang. <laughs> um, as you know, Sicatros, I believe you said this body um, is based on Ralph McQuarrie's concept art for Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. Um, that was what Chewbacca was originally supposed to look like. Glad he didn't. Yeah, uh, which makes me very curious. Was the Deveronian then in the cantina based on Macquarie's artwork? Um, I mean, sorry. I assume so. Um, is that, is, I, cause I can't find anything. I got the sense that this is all like very early, like maybe even before like the script was finalized. Cause like originally Han Solo was supposed to be like a green alien or something like that too. Yeah. So it was probably from even further back before they had finalized like actual shooting schedules and things like that. Yeah. I'm just guessing. Yeah. That. Yeah, it's it just seems like I don't I don't think the Deveronian in the Cantina was based on McCory's. Mm. Uh, so I, it 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 seems unclear to me. But perhaps just his body is based on Chewbacca. Yeah. Is what it seems like for the most part when you look at images of the two. Um, so Visago is a fairly straightforward character, Mm -hmm. uh, as far as it goes in Rebels. He doesn't have a lot of background. He doesn't appear in too many books, um, unlike Hondo, possibly because it's still so new, but I don't foresee him popping up in too many places, to be honest. No. Um, His background is a bit limited, and so seems his future. But that is a quick little portrait of our Visago. That was lovely. Our Visago. Our baby boy. <laughs> that was lovely. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. Glad we could glad we could jump into him a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, uh, do we have any reviews to read from iTunes, Peter? We certainly do. So thank you for sending these in. We really appreciate it. Um, again, if you would like to send us a message, mailbag, ask us questions, or tell us your rating scale, leave us a review on iTunes and make sure you leave a comment as well. So this one is from NVI and it is entitled acceptable rebel propaganda. (laughs) T I three zero six one two here. This is the perfect pairing with rebels and makes for hilarious and insightful commentary on one of my favorite shows. Thanks T I. We appreciate it. That is great. Yeah, thanks for that review. Um, I like him. Yeah, yeah. We I think we've with him on Twitter. Him on Twitter. Yeah. Yep. Nice, nice dude. He's uh, binging Rebels again with his wife, which I think is always a fun thing to do to let your loved ones in on something you love. And Rebels, Rebels is a great way to do it. Mm-hmm. With our smooth and sultry voices. Yeah. Nice. Well, you know where to find us. Social media at um, Rebels Rebels Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Leave us a review. What kind of review, Peter? 
Five star. Five mm-hmm. stars only. Someone only. left us a four star review, and I'm going to find out who you are. I'm going to f- get you. Yeah. Just kidding. Five stars, yeah. please. <laughs> Thank you so much. And remember, until next time, be brave out there. And don't look back. Don't look back. See ya. Bye. <laughs>